Blog Talk Radio. Welcome one and all. Welcome everybody in the United States, Europe, South America, South Africa, all over the world, 14 countries. This is the Coast to Coast Show, the Andy and Amanda program. My name is Andy Kimball. Amanda will be joining us shortly. We have Cornell Butler on the East Coast hey, of the United how States. How's hey, everyone? man, I'm doing great. Andy, how are you doing? doing? I'm doing, doing great. Good. I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. And uh, lots, of, lots to talk about today, you know. Um, Let's just cut right to the chase. Uh, you know, we're right now we're less than a week away from election day here in the United States, and yes. as it stands right now, in most states, and I think it's 29 states, but you have to check your own state, your courts, whatever that might be. Um, you have to have your ballot in by election day, which is contrary to what a lot of people have thought. Instead. Um, that it was if it's postmarked by election day, you know, it'll still count because they'll receive it a few days after that, and that's when the final tallies will come in. But in twenty nine yeah. states, you have to have it in. That it must be received. Doesn't matter when it's postmarked. It must be received by election day, or they won't count it. So even if you put it in the mail well before election day, and you get it postmarked well before election day in twenty nine states, if if that ballot is not received by the close of the polls on election day, they're not going to count your vote. And that's 29 states. Now, interestingly enough, in 28 of those 29 states right now, it's an average of about six days for local first-class mail to get delivered right now. What yeah. does that mean? It means, me if it's not, it means that if it's done right, I mean, do the math. Six days from now, it'll be what, five days from tomorrow, I guess, right? If So if your vote isn't yeah. in the mail directly, bottom line, it's pretty much too late right now. If, you're, if your vote is not mailed today, Wednesday, yeah. it, it could very well be too late. So, it, so you know, what? it's amazing. You know, the um, Eric Holder, who's the uh, Barack Obama administration attorney general, he's saying quite, uh, you know, directly – uh, uh, I guess it was yesterday. He said that this um, that it's too late to use the e- e- emails. It's, I mean the mails. Too late to use the mails for for your ballot. Um, yeah. So given the Supreme Court rulings, uh, we here at the Coast to Coast Show urge everyone to now vote in person. Vote early. Use drop boxes if you have a mail in uh, ballot. Use use official drop boxes. You can go on your, your the websites and the uh, jurisdiction where you live in the state you live and find out what those boxes look like and where they are. Protect your health. You know when you go out to the drop boxes and if you're voting early, wear a mask. Um, but don't let the uh, Supreme Court um, you know deprive you um, of your right to vote. And you know they they're trying to evidently uh, the Trump administration. Obviously, we've seen this before. Deliberately cripple the postal service and deprive you of your most precious civil right, and that is the right to vote. Um, Cornell, uh, yeah. when you're because you, you have inside, what uh, is the post office? Are you seeing a lot of 
Mail-in ballots? Picking up the well, 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 what can I say? Uh, I really don't check for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're checking for everything behind the scenes here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just, but are, are you hearing of anything uh, regarding the Postal Service? Are you hearing anything at all um, regarding ballots or the delivery of them or they're getting flooded with them at the post offices and so forth? Do, do you know? Um, not really, but I could get some information on for you if you want me to. It would be interesting to see. It would be interesting to see that. Um, it, it would. Definitely. I yeah, got you, you know, Andy. I, mean, I know you always do. You always do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sitting here talking to, to Amanda right here on the phone and everything. She was telling me the show sounds so great and everything. She was like, wow, it, it's amazing. She said she'll be right on it in a um, few seconds. Well, good. We look forward to having her. I got a, I got a, I got a tune that we're going to play. You know, a, a lot of you might know that we have adjusted the format of our program to include a selection of primarily singer-songwriter or acoustic or, or, or music that lives in that acoustic blues, folk, Celtic um, uh, genre um, in, in our show. And uh, we, you know, we'll play, you know, maybe five, you know, five or six songs each program and um, we figured that would break it up a little bit and, you know, let you settle in, relax, enjoy the conversation, be part yeah. of the conversation, and, and also sit back and enjoy the tunes, and hopefully you'll appreciate the songs we select um, as much as we do. And our number here uh, at the Coast to Coast Show, it's the Andy and Amanda program, the number is 515-608, excuse me, 505-605, 505-605-9888. That's the number that you dial to join the conversation and be the conversation, share your ideas, your opinions, your thoughts, uh, the election, the, the COVID virus, uh, you know, what's going on in Philadelphia regarding the, the shooting of, of a, uh, of a black man by two white police officers on, uh, on Monday night. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. We'll talk about that a little bit more in the show. We'll get into that a little bit. It's more the same Cornell. It's more the same. We've yeah, been talking so about, crazy. we've been talking about systematic, uh, racism, discrimination, um, temperament uh, since the foundation of the show in April. It's been Definitely. something that we keep coming it, back it, to. It needs to change, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm right with you. I know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, um, citizens, getting back to the vote real quick, if um, you already have an absentee ballot, and you haven't mailed it yet, make sure you sign the back of the envelope and hand deliver it to the city or township or clerk's office or ballot drop box as soon as you possibly can. Do not wait. Do not hesitate. Get it done now. Vote. Get it in. And I know, you know, I voted, by the way, I voted in uh, here in California yesterday. And um, I voted for the professor and Mary Ann. Yes. And the skip or two. Did it, did it, did Anyway, the millionaire and his wife. Anyway, uh, I voted for. Um, hey, great. How did how did it feel, Andy, to vote? It, it went. It was great. And here in California, we have a bunch of propositions 
and you know, because we're a national international program, I don't have to discuss those propositions because it might not be of interest to those. It doesn't have any bearing on those who live outside of California. Um, but we had, God, I don't know how many, six or seven propositions. We had different measures, Measure J, Measure U, a bunch of local officials and county officials and school board. It took for it, I stood there because some of these people I didn't know when I had a sample ballot in, in California to send you a, a newspaper print magazine of every question and every person running, regardless of the office and their bio, and a pro article on that person or that measure, I should say, and a, a con um, uh, a paragraph or two on that measure. So you know exactly what the measure is, what are the pros, uh, pros what are the cons. And also the biographies of other local officials, the state officials that are running, um, you have the biographies in there, and of course the president and uh, um, vice president of each party. It took the entire, and it's uh, the ballot's cool. You, you go, they give you the sheet after you, after you check in, and you put the sheet, you, it's an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, actually probably eight and a half by 14. And you slide it up on the right-hand side. On the left is a computer screen. It takes it in, and then there is um, – and then, boom, on the screen is a guided uh, ballot. You push all the you, – the, you want to vote for it, answer all the questions, and then you get to see it on the screen. It puts it out. You get to read it again, make sure it's right, and then you resubmit it, and it casts your ballot. It's really cool, really cool, really cool. It was great. It was great to vote. It was great to vote. really was. Um Anyway, there's over 60 million people have voted. That is over half of the population that voted, period, in 2016. Turnout in advance is incredible. And I will also say this. The the polling uh, for people who already voted, such as myself, uh, is consistent with with the polls that were out there before early voting and mail-in ballots started showing Biden ahead in this thing that we all know, you know, but, you know, you know, going back to 2016, that could also mean, um, you know, it's popular, you know, if you're supporting Biden or Trump, you know, many, 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 many more millions more say, would say in that case, Clinton, but the electoral college was obviously Trump. So you can't really – you have to take it with a grain of salt. But what we have to do state by state is make sure everybody gets out there and votes. Hopefully they'll do the right thing and and we'll begin to get our country back here in the United States. Hopefully they will. If they don't, we might be doing the show from Vancouver, Cornell. (laughs) Well, that's a great place. Oh, let's do it. (laughs) Why not? Oh man! Um, so, folks, hey. if you are holding, if you are holding on to one of those million ballots, um, and if you're, um, you know, in Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, we need you, Florida. Um, you know, you got at this point right now. If you're holding on to your ballot, you've got to bring it back in person. You've got to bring it back in person. If you're listening to us out there in Ohio, if you're listening to us, especially Michigan. If you're holding on to a mail-in ballot, do not put it in the mail. Drop it off in person, or your vote will not count, regardless of who you're voting for. And again, I hope you're, you hope you're going to do the right thing. But but if you're if you're going to vote for Trump, same thing holds. Make sure that you drop that ballot off at an official uh, station to do that. In uh, in Wisconsin, um, almost two million. Actually, it was like 1.8 million ballots were uh, absentee ballots were requested. Holy smokes. That's crazy. Most of, those, most of those have been filled out and returned already. 
but more than 600,000 Wisconsin ballots are still out there and haven't come back yet. So if you're holding on to one of those ballots that hasn't yet been returned, you need to bring it in person now if you want to make it in time. In Pennsylvania, half the ballots requested haven't been returned. If you're holding on to one of those ballots in Pennsylvania that hasn't been brought back to the state, do not put it in the mail. Do not put it in the mail, Pennsylvania. Do not. Okay? Uh, North Carolina and Arizona, same thing again. Half the ballots that were requested aren't back yet. If you want your ballot received and counted on time in North Carolina, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and all the hundreds of thousands of ballots, they need to come back now by hand, in person. It's too late for the mail. I cannot emphasize that enough. In Florida, it's 2 million ballots that haven't come back yet. You've got a ballot in Florida that you haven't sent back into the state. If you want it to count, if you want your vote to count, they need to be brought back in person by hand if you want to make it in time. That's all I have to say about that. Yes. Can, can I, I can't emphasize that any, any stronger. Um, let's get to a tune. We're going to play some music here. Uh, this is a tune by the band Hot Tuna. Norma Kalkonen, who now is plays you know solo with Jack Cassidy, who is a bass player of Hot Tuna, and uh, you know they go back. Uh, Norma was the guitar player for the band Jefferson Airplane, and Jack was the yeah. Band I, remember the, I remember them. I remember them, Andy. Remember Gracie Slick. So let's take a listen. This is I Know You Rider by Hot Tuna. Good evening, folks. It's gonna surprise. You remember this place?
Montague. On the Coast to Coast program with Andy and Amanda, that is Hot Tuna. And the song is I Know You Rider. Records live, I think it was 1991 in San Francisco. And, um, gosh, we have a lot to talk about uh, in the show. We, we already spoke about how important it is uh, to get your ballot in on time. And uh, I'm having some ice cream here. Excuse me. Mm-mm. I'm having some Briar's chocolate ice cream with some Hershey's chocolate sauce during the show here. Mm-mm-mm. Is that good? Anyway, um, so excuse me if you hear me chomping away here because I'm having my chocolate, my Briar's ice cream. Mm. Oh, man. I'm having Briar's ice cream with Hershey's chocolate sauce. Mm-mm-mm. That sounds great. That sounds great. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so, in uh, other news, um, you know, Trump actually declared, the White House declared the COVID virus is over. He declared that the COVID virus is over. So, really? Yep. Yep. And, and that's Folks, I'm not making it up. <laughs> I I wish I wish I was making it up. Believe me, I wish I was making it up. Um, unbelievable. Uh, so, you know, the numbers, the COVID numbers right now are are just off the charts, off the charts uh, worldwide, not not just here in the United States. However, we are right now the most worst-off country in the world regarding infections and deaths and COVID-19. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, in, in the U.S. right now, uh, there's 226,723 deaths. Now, do you know how many more people died since the last time we did the show on Monday? How many, Andy? About almost over twenty five hundred. And our next our our next show is our next live show is Friday. Hey, the Halloween special. Um, hey, they saying that uh, like fifteen hundred people in New Jersey is getting it basically every single day. Yeah, that's that's just New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Today we're up eight hundred seventy five deaths. Just that's today. Unbelievable. That's crazy. So. Let's do the math real quick. We figure our next live show is Friday. Almost 2,000 people that are alive right now as we do this show that are going to be dead in two days. They're going to be dead in two days. These are human lives, folks. This is not a hoax. This is not fake. And, and Trump is going around the country doing these massive spreader events. No masks. People huddled up next to each other, crammed into these outdoor places. How about Herman Cain? Remember, remember Herman Cain? He uh, he went to the Tulsa Texas, uh, the Tulsa was a Tulsa rally, I think it was, months ago. Yeah. No mask, he died. He was a, he was a presidential candidate uh, against Trump in 2016, the primary. Herman Cain, Doctor Herman Cain, and so many others. And it's funny because oh, oh, it's not funny. I'm using the wrong word though, but it's it's odd that the places where Trump does these super spreader events. Cases soar shortly thereafter. And that means, you know, a lot of these red states up in the northern Midwest, they are just being crippled by the amount of patients that they have to move in to intensive care, and they're running out of beds. 
confirmed cases, United States, 8,779,653. people have recovered, 226, almost 227,000 deaths. In California, my backyard here, we had 904,198 cases and 17,400 people died in my state from this direct result of this the horrible, you know, horrific virus. And Trump is going around dancing to IMCA? <laughs> what? 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 In, in Florida, 786,314 cases, 16,709 deaths in Florida. Folks, are you going to vote for Trump? You're proud of that? You're proud of that number here in Florida, are you? In New York State, 498,646 confirmed cases, 33,000 people died. Let's see where, uh, where you are. Let's see where Pennsylvania, my hometown, my home state, 189,649. With how many people died? 8,696. About 150,000 recovered almost. 8,000 dead. Almost nine. And um, Cornell, you know what? Your state doesn't even make the list. It's got to. You've got got cases. Yeah, there it is. I couldn't find it. I had to look look long and hard. Delaware... 24,249 cases, 686 deaths. 12,846 recovered in your backyard. Amazing, man. Yeah. That's amazing. I feel yep. so great. Oh, yeah. I want to look at, uh, I'm going to try to find, here, uh, Iowa, 800, well, no, Iowa, there's 89,512 people recovered. 118,850 were uh, infected. 1,600 people died, almost 1,700. Minnesota, 100, almost 140,000 cases, 2,500 dead. Maryland, 141,000 cases, over 4,000 dead. South Carolina, 173 cases, 1,000 cases, almost 4,000 dead. I'm, I'm reading his numbers, and I'm just, there's numbers, but these are people who died. Yeah. Underlying conditions or not, and some were healthy. It's just not underlying conditions. People, I, I lost a, a a a buddy, a high school buddy, who happened to also be the um, music director over at SNL, Saturday Night Live, and also record producer, uh, Hal Wilmer. It was national news. She died the day after 64th birthday. Uh, no underlying conditions. COVID-related uh, conditions killed him. COVID virus. Healthy. Healthy guy, and there's many more. There's many more that fit his uh, his physiology. Being being healthy, who just the virus just did it to him. And as um, as Chet said uh, the other day, uh, he's got a, a friend, forty year old woman who's perfectly healthy, who's been infected, and is having a very very tough time with this. She'll probably live, he said, but uh, but you know it goes on and on and on. And and uh, what's so infuriating is we've got a president. Who just does not give a damn about you people, and, and I don't know why you don't. I don't know why you do not get it. Right. You, you folks that are supporting Donald Trump, I don't understand why you don't get it. What is it about this that you do not get? What is it about this that you don't get? You know, I guess some. Um, I guess some serious questions have to be uh, um, asked. Uh, yeah, 
I would, I guess. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Hey, hey. But, uh, as, as, hey. As, 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 as Trump says. Listen, this is the way it is. Thank you, Donald. I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah, this is the way it is. It is, it is what it is, as he, as he says. You know, know what to say about that? This. But it, but it ain't what it ain't. Yeah. <laughs> you can flush it all down the toilet. Anyway, um, let's play some more music. I, I feel like you're another yeah. tune. That would heal the soul. Yeah, this is uh, Hey Good Look at It's the band Buckwheat Zydeco. Buckwheat Zydeco um, gave me the opportunity to open for them on several occasions. They were a, a phenomenal, a phenomenal um, Zydeco band. We had uh, we got to play Buckwheat passed away several years ago. Um, but they were a great band, and I opened up for them. And I'll never forget uh, on one occasion when um, – after I did the opening set at a at a crowded facility, crowded venue, packed venue, he invited me to come up on stage and shook my hand and said, "We love what you do, man. You keep doing it." And they invited me to play some more shows with them, and it was a great, great break for me as a as the emerging singer songwriter and guitar player myself. Here's Buckley Tide of Good doing the song, "Hey Good Looking." Yeah. 
Greetings, greetings, London. Hi, Amanda. Hello, my darlings. How are you? I'm doing just great, man. Great to uh, great to have you back on board here. We lost you early on, but uh, oh, the only thing you miss is, is is my ranting and raving about how important it is for people to either wear a mask and vote in person here in the United States or drop their absentee or mail and ballot off in person uh, because right. in, in 29 states um, they've uh, ruled that if if you are not in if your vote is not in hand if your ballot is not in hand by Election Day, November 3rd, it won't be counted. And they, before the thinking was um, postmarked by uh, Election Day. And that is right. – um, well, that's that's the case in 29 states, not all the states, but 29 states. But still, okay. still, anyway, enough of that. We went on – You know, I just want to reiterate and how, again, how important it is, folks, if you're out there and you're listening or if you listen to this podcast after we broadcast, please, please don't mail your ballot. Take it to an official drop place. Handling person or voting person, be safe when you do it. Um, or else the vote stands the chance of it not being counted, and we can't have that. Regardless of who you're voting for, by the way, it doesn't matter who you're voting for. Just but you want your vote still to wash count. your hands too, please, after you touch whatever you want to basically put it in. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very safe yeah. tip there, Cornell. Yeah, I agree with that. People, be careful, please. <laughs> so you know. Um, What's happening right now is, uh, you know, Biden is still holding a nationwide advantage um, to numbers that uh, were not uh, the same in 2016. Because you got to remember, and we talked about this in the show, you know, numerous times that, you know, Hillary Clinton's numbers, although she was showed being favored, didn't have the consistency of Biden's numbers or the lead, the jump ahead that mm. Biden is enjoying um you know i mean let's face it the race for the presidency is is approaching an end in less than a week yeah. uh, amidst a raging pandemic um and given that joe biden maintains a significant lead over donald trump according to right. um, many many polls uh, among likely voters you know registered voters uh, 54% on a national basis, 54% back Biden and 42% back Trump. And that's been pretty consistent. You know, we've talked about these numbers got a month out or more, and they were, you know, up and down a point or so, but that, that nine, 10 points, that's about what we saw, eight points. Um, but uh, Biden has held the lead in every, um, just about every poll uh, on the matchup since uh, 2019, and he has held a statistically significant advantage in every high-quality national poll since the spring. And we've, we've talked right. about this since the spring. That's when we first started talking about it. And our yeah. numbers have been, you know, plus a, minus, you know, plus a point, minus a point, blah, blah, blah. We've gone over state by state. We've done that. We played the uh, electoral college jigsaw puzzle game. We did that for a while. Um, and everything we did, everything we do, it gives me a comfort feeling, but not enough. You know, it, 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 Trump could win this thing. He, he could win. And that's very, yeah. very scary. I was telling, uh, uh, unless you're listening in, I was telling uh, Cornell, Early on, if if Biden does not win, I'm going to begin to uh, co-host this program in Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> right. Um, maybe maybe I'll come. Maybe I'll come moving with you, Amanda. You know, we'll do a book from the UK. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Please feel whoever free. Whoever Buckwheat is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Buckwheat. Yeah. Oh, I really miss yeah. the boys. I'm sorry, couldn't get on with uh, technical issues, but I'm here now, so. That's all that counts. That's all that counts. Did you hear Buckley's article? 
Um, Did I? That was good. That Buckley, I was just saying, Buckley's Attico, uh, I was invited to open up for them on several shows. And, oh, wow. Uh, and I remember because I was like, you know, at the time, I was doing some hard driving blue stuff, but I also was writing my own stuff, which tended to be, that was like my poetical, schmetical songwriting period, you know, kind of like a romantic t- time, you know, slower ballad kind of things. And I had a manager yeah. at the time who would be, uh, you know, at the Buckley shows, he'd be on the side of the stage you know, yelling out what tunes I should play because, you know, this, you know, Buckley Zydeco's energy, you know, Zydeco dancing, you know, just really wild, great band. And, um, and so the guy's name was Michael Nance. My God, Michael, what are he's doing these days? Um, anyway, he would be yelling from the side of the stage, you know, play this song. You got him up. You got him in your palm. Now play this song. Now play that song. You know, these high energy, fast songs that I do. And I was trying to, okay, okay, okay. And, uh, and I'll never forget, uh, and it was a great opportunity because I was pretty new. You know, I was new to the scene. And you know, I'm opening for this national touring band. And then he invited me to go out and play with them. And I did. Um, yeah. And the cool thing is that, um, that it, one of the shows in Philadelphia, and this is, okay. I remember this game because I can actually walk to the venue from my house, and that was wonderful to be able to just walk to the venue with my guitars. Um, that happened rarely. But anyway, I opened for him, and the place is absolutely mobbed. I need like, I don't know, a 35, 40-minute set, and I'm done, and I'm out drinking beer and hanging out with friends and so forth. And then I hear yeah. over the PA system, uh, Stanley Doral, who is Buckwheat, he's the head of the band, uh, say, where's, where's Andy Kimball? Is Andy Kimball out there? Where is Andy Kimball? And, you know, they said, Andy, he's calling for you. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, Andy, coming up here. And I got up on stage, and he grabbed my hand, and he says, I just yeah. want you to know that we love what you do, and you keep doing it. You just keep doing what you're doing. And that really, wow. You know, everybody applauded, wow. and that was like, wasn't that cool? That is yeah. so yeah. freaking cool. So, so cool. cool. Yeah, it he's, he's great. It. Really cool. He passed away, unfortunately, in uh, September 24th of 2016. But uh, Stanley Durrell, he was buckwheat. Um, and what I think we'll do now is, uh, in the Zydeco theme, why is there a Zydeco theme? I really don't know. It just makes sense, maybe, because we just played buckwheat Zydeco. Here on the Coast to Coast Show, we're going to now hear a tune um, called Twist and Shout by Mary Kip and Carpenter. This is live. I think it goes back to 1991. The key little story behind this tune is, at the time, uh, the guitar player for this particular song, live show uh, song, was a guy named Pete Kennedy. Pete Kennedy um, later met, he also played the, a backing guitar with a uh, an amazing woman uh, singer-songwriter by the name of Nancy Griffith. You you might know of her, Amanda, I'm not sure. But anyway, fabulous. She is in Ireland yeah. right now. Yeah, she's incredible. But anyway, uh, so Pete Kennedy played uh, occasionally in her backing band, and one of her backing uh, singers was uh, more, more, well, now it's Maura Kennedy. They met and they got married. Um, yeah, yeah. So Pete Kennedy and, and Pete and Maura play on the folk circuit here, I should say. Nobody plays on the circuit now. It was playing on the folk circuit, the same circuit I was on. I'd see those, their name pop up in the same venues I had played. We played in the same festivals together. But he's an amazing yeah. guitar player. His name's Pete Kennedy. You can look him up. He's an amazing guitar player. Um, wow. And sadly, another guitar player that that started out with Mary Chip and Carpenter played many of her albums, most of her live shows back then, was a guy, uh, John Jennings, and he passed away of cancer, and he was just a phenomenal guitar player, um, wow. just just amazing. He unfortunately is no longer with us. But anyway, here is um, the Twist and Shout here on the Coast to Coast Show, the Andy and Amanda program, Mary Chip and Carpenter. Yes. Saturday night, 
We'll never have a wander down to New Orleans. I never have drifted down to Bayou Stream, but I heard that music on the radio. And of course, someday I was gonna go down to Highway 10, just to Lafayette. There's a back home rouge, and I won't forget. Send you a card with the mild regret, cause I'm never gonna come back home. On the Delta's quiet shore They got hurricane parties every time it blows Here up north, it's a cold, cold rain And there ain't no cure for my blues today Except when the paper says it's supposed to lay It's a coming into town, baby, let's go down It's Saturday night, and the moon is out I wanna head on over to the Twins and Shout Find a two-step partner and a cage of beef When it lifts me up, I'm gonna find my feet Out in the middle of a big dance hall Hear that fiddle, wanna beg for more
this. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, it was kind of funny, man. When we was having technical issues, me and Amanda, I was like, I was like, Andy, I gotta get, I gotta get the email. I got there. I was like, who the hell? I said, who the hell is Buckwheat? <laughs> <laughs> Background oh, my, <laughs> oh my god. Well, Philadelphia's uh, in the headlines once again. Oh, really? Okay. And so my old hometown. And uh, Cornell, do you want to update on what's going on there a little bit? Uh, it's more well, your actually, um, for my understanding, it's been a, a bad situation that, you know, you know, they saying that two cops, don't quote me on this, two cops basically shot a mental bipolar, you know, young black individual. Okay. And um, for, from been in Philadelphia and seen it on TV and everything, basically, yeah. it's been a lot of chaos, a lot of riots. Basically, what happened to George Floyd is basically happening in, you know, Philadelphia. I wish the family, you know, blessings, uh, you know. Yes. Yeah. Everybody, you know, hope, you yeah. know, like it mm-hmm. always, justice, you know. There was some activity, you know, uh, a uh, young 27-year-old uh, a black man in West Philly, um, Walter Wallace Jr., um, who earlier that day, he's had known by the police. He was known to have some mental issues. The police were at his house three times that day um, for various behavioral issues. Uh, so he was out, and I don't know if it was during any kind of protest or anything, but he was out in the streets um, and with his mother and uh, kind of carrying on a little bit. And uh, he, you know, his mother kind of held him, and then he broke free of his mother, had a knife, uh, ran behind cars, came approaching two white police officers about 10 feet away, yeah. and they, and they yeah. blasted 10 rounds into him. Wow. He had a knife 10 feet away. And, and and initially they kept backing up. You just back up, back up, back up. Just you know, make sure just just stay away from the guy. Let let him act out. Back up, back up, back up. Tase yeah. him. Wound him in the leg. Shoot him in the hand. You know, shoot the knife. Whatever you got to do. Exactly. Um, yes. Uh, they they blasted ten bullets into him and he died. His mother was right there. Oh my goodness. Two white police officers. There and following that, there's been massive looting, protests, uh, burning and torching of police cars, uh, looting of businesses. And you know, it's interesting. Here, here's, you know, um, this should not have happened. And addressing this, I saw the video. And I don't think there's going to be a jury in the world, let alone Philadelphia, that would say his murder was justified. His murder was justified. He was murdered in cold blood by two white cops. And that's the yeah. absolute truth. And yeah. it just and what's gonna happen to these cops, I I hope that they get life sentences, they go to prison, and I know inmates don't take too kindly to white cops that shoot down innocent black people. And I hope yeah. they get everything that's coming to them. That's what I hope. That's what I hope. Because yeah. they deserve it. Anything they got coming to them, whether it be in prison or whatever, they deserve it. These guys are absolute assholes. I can't believe they did that. They could have shot him in the leg. They could have just kept backing up, just back up. And, you know, and then also, to a, to a, a point, with a large degree, provides fuel for what we have here and the argument about defunding the police. And, and we all know, why well, shouldn't say we all, 
I'm not going to say we all know. A lot of us know that defunding the police does not mean taking money from the police. Just say we're going to deep, we're going to have less police officers. We're not, we don't care about your safety. We're going to take cops off the street. That's not what it means. It means allocating funds, keeping it within the law enforcement community, but allocating funds to further train police officers and also bring in some salaried experts who are more capable and professionally trained to handle these types of situations. You know, yeah. this guy was mentally ill. They should have had some professionally trained mental, uh, uh, you know, people who are in that profession who are capable and trained and have experience in handling these types of situations. Of getting yeah. that knife from calming him down, of doing what they need to, even if they had to do, you know, some some type of what you might call violent force in terms of a taser or whatever it might be, something, but not not in his, not murdering him, and and that's what defunding yeah. the police means, folks. It means let's let's put some money into the police force. Let's take it from A and put it in B. We'll keep it in law enforcement. We're going to keep it there. Right? Not taking away, but let's bring on additional people, provide additional training so the law enforcement officers are more properly and professionally equipped to handle yes, these types yes. of situations. That's true. That's, That's what true, it means. Andy. I think I think they really need to be trained, man. It's yeah. it, they so they so jumpy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't yeah. blame them. You can't blame the police. You know they they you know they have hard jobs because you know we all have friends that are police officers and sometimes mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. That's a tough job that they have. And remember, they got to guard the whole city. So basically, it's, you know. It, yeah, it, I just imagine that they're, they're so much more jumpier with everything that's gone on recently and expecting to be attacked now. And, yeah. you know, I think I can understand a panic uh, reaction. Yeah. Um, think about that police. 10 rounds, that is yes. overkill. overkill. Definitely. Think about yeah, that police. Oh, my gosh. Officer. That's um, driving his car in a, you know, a real dark, dark alleyway. He got to protect yeah. the environment. And he hears some noise. He got to get out that car and go and yep. check yeah. on <laughs> Now that's well, you figure, you figure every time that's you get scary. in the car to give, to give somebody a ticket because they're, or, or a warning because their turn signal light doesn't go on, they don't know who the hell to pull over. I mean, I mean, God, you got to give credit to these guys. We got to love them and respect them. But, but there are, there is a population of police officers out there, and there's no disputing this that should not be there. Their background checks were not done. Their psychological profiles were not completed accurately. And there's there's a lot of racism and and uh, um, you know discrimination among the population of police. Probably around the world, not just around the country, but it's more, much more prevalent in, in the United States. We're hearing a whole lot more about it. And, and yeah. you got to wonder this, too. We've seen this type of activity, um, my God, dating back, you know, years. Um, we've, we've heard and seen about um, white cops, um, you know, exercising undue force to innocent black men and women and kids and kids. Yeah. And um, but the, the question is, why? Yeah. Why is that? If, if that if that man if that man Walter Wallace, Walter Wallace Jr. was white, do you think they would have shot him? No. They would not have. They would not have shot him. Yeah. They they would have they would have stunned what stunned him or whatever they used. Taser, taser, taser. But yeah. you know what? Yeah. I I wouldn't say that because it's I, it's it's I've seen situations happen. You know. That the media don't show, <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You never know. It, my thing is this: it's different individuals. That's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. It might be 
an officer that just had a bad day, or might be an officer that had a good day. He said, "You know what? I, I don't think I, I don't think it's a matter of an officer having a bad day at all. Uh, I really don't. I, I really don't. I really don't. And, and this is, I think, a systemic problem. It's a systemic issue. It's around the country, and it's and we as a population have got to do something about it. And now let's go. Oh, I just lost my train of thought a minute ago. Even though we've we have seen and witnessed and read and seen videos of this type of of force. Have we seen or witnessed an increase of this type of force since Donald Trump has been in office? Has it been brought more to the forefront? Didn't Donald Trump say in one of the debates, uh, addressing the Proud Boys, stand by, stand back, stand by? Remember that? Yeah. Talking to the Proud Boys and, and other, you know, I remember when he said uh, regarding Charlottesville, uh, there's some very fine people on both sides addressing the people in wearing white hoods and, um, you know, Nazis and KKK members, very fine people. Yes. What? What? Yes. And that, as you know, Amanda, that made it around the world. Hey, welcome. Cool. This is a, hey, folks, this is the President of the United States. Hey, we're Americans. Yeah. Unbelievable, isn't it? In Philly, there's now a 9 p.m. curfew. They had to do, there's so much looting and unrest and torching of police cars. They finally did arrest somebody, a prominent West Philadelphia activist, uh, along with two others, uh, in a case that was tied to the torching of police cars. But, and, and we're not we're not condoning violence in that nobody does. No, nobody does. I mean, you know, there's other things you can do. You don't have to start breaking in and burning down and stealing from privately held mom and pop businesses. I mean, come on, what's that going to do, folks? Come on, come on. You know. But yeah. but I understand I understand the rage of where it comes from. You know, we we, we can go to the elections. We can we can vote. We can join nonprofit organizations and community organize and 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 fight for a cause to bring justice and civilization and equal rights for everybody, no matter what their skin color, creed, origin, whatever it is, religion. Um, But there's been for so many years, it goes back so, so far. And no matter what happens, it's not getting better. And finally, you know what? The shooting and exercising force uh, prominently to a minority population in the country. And there's no disputing that. It's actually there. And yeah. so that minority population, you get to a point where you're like, fuck it. You know, I don't care anymore. You know, I'm going to, you know, if I burn down, if, what, what do I have to do? What, what more do I have to do? I tried to, yeah. I tried being peaceful. I'm, I'm so enraged. Every time you stop me for, for the, again, give me a warning that, that my turn signal's out. I'm going to take the keys out of my ignition, put my hands on the dashboard. I, Andy Kimball doesn't have to do that. It's un- unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. So I'm not condoning the, what they're doing. It's horrible. And, and anybody who's tied to any type of violent activity and protest for what happened in Philadelphia should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. law. And, and Joe Biden says the same thing. By the way, Donald, Donald Trump says that if Biden's elected, um, all the, there's going to be nothing but anarchy and, and, and riots all across the country. That's cool. And they're going to start, start building projects in the suburbs. Yeah. yeah just as, that's what Trump says. Yeah. Just a tactic to make sure people don't vote for him, but uh, we all know that's not yeah. true. Yeah, unbelievable. We'll, we'll go over the polls yeah. in just a few minutes, but I think what we'll do now here on the Coast to Coast show is uh, is play some more music. Now, let's hear some more music. And yeah. uh, what I want yeah. to do is something kind of interesting. Um, uh, there's a, a singer-songwriter who's been doing this 50 years, just celebrated 50 years, I guess 51 years now, um, as an incredible guitar player, uh, songwriter, by the name of Chris Smither. And um, Chris Smither... I would say I owe my career to just about. Um, 
he recommended my first stage guitar. I saw him at a folk festival when I was still flying airplanes, having no idea I would ever be doing this for a living. Um, and I started doing a lot of his music. A lot of people, I don't know, Amanda, if you've ever heard of Chris Miller, I think I've mentioned him to you. But aside from that, yeah, most people have never heard of the guy. And um, unless you're in that folk community, of course, um, and blues community perhaps, but um, he's been around a long, long time doing this. Uh, he wrote a song way back when called Love You, I Can Love You Like a Man. And he was, at that time, Mayor Bonnie Raitt were, and Chris Miller were buddies, and they were hanging out, and Chris played the song at his house or whatever for Bonnie Raitt, and she said, oh, I love it. Next thing you know, Chris gets a phone call or a recording in the mail later on, whatever it might have been, uh, a Bonnie Raitt doing that song. That song, oh, wow. of course, Bonnie Raitt changed the words to Love Me Like a Man, um, and Chris paid his mortgage with that song that Bonnie Raitt did for years. It still, it still gets a, a very handsome royalty uh, due to Bonnie Raitt's um, work and promotion of that wow. song through her own performance of it. Um, and also, there's another uh, Chris Miller song that she does called uh, I Feel the Same, which is a great song. Maybe we'll play that someday. What yeah, are we going to do now? Something kind of interesting. Song, Andy, that is a great song. I love that song. It is. So here's what we're going to do here on the Coast to Coast show. We're going to do something interesting. Let's play Chris Miller live, playing the tune, followed by Bonnie Raitt's version of it. What do you say, back to back? Why not? Okay, so we, we hear the author of the song playing it live, and then hmm, I happen to have a live version of Bonnie Raitt playing it too. So let's do that. Here is Chris Miller playing Love You Like a Man here on the Coast to Coast show. It's called I Can Love You Like a Man. Uh, I believed it at the time.
say, oh, I want you to rock them Like their back ain't got no bone What you need is a man that can rock you Like your backbone What is this song when you need someone to tell And I can see, I bet I can see your other man Come on, believe me When I tell you I love you like a man
<laughs> so Rogan right now is here Bonnie Raitt playing the same song and it's due to Bonnie Raitt and how she commercialized this tune uh, that Chris Miller was able to make a very handsome living for quite some time and still does of course he's moved on and make, has been very successful with other music but uh, he still gets that check due to this song Bonnie Raitt's version of Love You Like a Man live here on the Coast to Coast show the Chris Smithers song from a long time ago. But like a good thing, it keeps getting better with age. Try and find 
none other than on the radio. Can I just say, I feel all sexy after that song. <laughs> oh, what? Now we're hearing about this. <laughs> I, I, I like, I want to hear about this. <laughs> you want to hear about this? <laughs> Man. Whew, that's yeah. a song, I tell you. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> cool. That yeah. Especially. Wow. She yeah, uh, amazing. Song. Yeah. So she's got a studio recording of that, and there's several live versions of the tune out there. And uh, um, yeah, she's wonderful. Bonnie Raitt, just wonderful. And um, yes, 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 yes. Didn't she um sing that song? Um, TikTok, TikTok. She sang. She sang. Right. She sang. Oh my gosh. You know what, Andy? I didn't know she sung that song. Now I don't like her. Any UK news, Amanda? Yes, yes, of course, my darling. Um so I wanted to steer away a little from uh COVID today. Good. Um, you know, just to keep it's it not a little... funny. I'm not laughing. It's just the way Andy said it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like a solid good. <laughs> good. <laughs> okay, so ain't nothing but a hamburger. Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I feel you. I feel you. Okay, so this is a really odd case. It intrigued me actually that um. This 84-year-old mother and her 60-year-old son were found dead on their sofa in January by a welfare worker who got access to their house and association home when contractors who were renovating the property couldn't get access. And so a housing officer uh, called a locksmith. The mother and the son had not spoken to their family in years and were both found not dressed. There was a newspaper in the bin or waste bin, as you guys call it, in, uh, that was dated uh, in December 2019. The son had a £1,000 in one of his pockets, no central heating supply, electricity was turned off at the fuse box and had very little furniture. And according to the police, various scenarios had been gone over, but there was no evidence of forced entry or violence. And the assistant coroner um, has said that it's not been possible to establish when each of the two died, whether it was separate or at the same time. So that's been across the headlines today. And uh, also, uh, a Kurdish Iranian family who were trying to cross the channel to reach the UK died, sadly, after the boat they were on sank. Um, The parents and two children all died, but their 15-month-old baby is still missing. Uh, So the relatives are in despair, as you can imagine. Um, the family were from Sardashk in western Iran, and uh, 15 other immigrants were taken to hospital. And apparently a lot of money was paid for the family to reach here in the UK, and were supposedly aware of the danger of crossing the channel by boat, but could only afford to do so by boat. Um, they were talking about uh, a, a lorry, a truck, uh, getting here, but that was more expensive. Uh, so I feel for all those people that that suffered uh, with all of that and um, the other thing is it's still talk about Christmas being cancelled this year but apparently people are preparing to do it over video calls like uh, places like Zoom I just imagine Facebook will be holding quite a few of those and 
So there's many mixed feelings about this, as you can imagine. But yeah, that's uh, mm. a little different than yeah, no question. What we have been covering, right? <laughs> no question. Yeah, it is a little different. I'll say, and and uh, that that fight discovery of the of that uh, in the home was uh, was really unusual, sad. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know we have uh, in Amanda's uh, back backyard of the UK, uh, almost you know very between nine nine and a half, almost ten percent sometimes of our of our worldwide audience is there in the UK, and we welcome the listeners. Hope you're enjoying the show there. If you want to get in, uh, on the show, you dial one person five one five six zero five nine eight 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 anywhere in the world. Five one five six zero five nine eight 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 with the uh, one before it um, gets you involved in the show. We welcome you. And again, we say this almost every show, but we realize now that most of the folks who are listening to the show, uh, we've already done it. So you're listening to it after we broadcast live, and you're hearing the show as a podcast. And I hope you're having a good time with it. Um, I want to bring something up. So I almost forgot about this. That uh, you know, uh, getting back to the elections again. Oh, well, we're less than a week away. I mean, it's, it's very, very big news here. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, I, I kind of feel a couple, uh, something about what I'm about to play for you, but I've always felt, uh, Amanda, that you know, when you, um, you know, uh, that you know, in the good old days when when a man would come home from work and the wife would be there, and you know, a man would come to the door and say, "Hi, honey, I'm home," and the wife would greet him <laughs> with a, a newspaper and a, and, and a pair of slippers and sit him down and cook dinner, you know, it's and uh, cook breakfast in the morning, you know. I say, oh, honey, have a great day at work. And man, I miss those days. I got to tell you. You know what I'm saying? You know, and yeah, I, I, do, I do also, Andy. Don't you, Cornell? I'm telling you. I, when I was flying airplanes, I remember one time I was, I was a first officer, and the captain and I were flying. We were up at 41,000 feet, you know, moving merrily along at 550 miles an hour. And we heard a, uh, a United Woman pilot check in with center. And uh, the captain turns to me and says, there goes another empty kitchen. And uh, just jokingly, but, but I'm thinking, nope. yeah, yeah, damn right. And evidently, our president of the United States isn't kidding. Listen to this. Kamala, do you like Kamala? Do you like her to be your first president? This will not be the first woman president. They have like AOC plus three. She has no clue. She has no clue. Did she go to college? Tell me, did she? Because I don't know. Ivanka. She'd be very happy just being at home with the kids and we got her working. Crazy 60 minutes. Wasn't she rude? She just kept asking me questions. Anger craziness, right? Fire coming out of her eyes. They were talking about suburban women don't like Donald Trump. I said, I think they do. I think they do. We're getting your husbands back to work. We're going to do great. And I love women and I can't help it. They're the greatest. I love them much more than the men. Much more than the men. I actually oh. like women much more than I like men. Wow. You know, uh, my thing, my my thing is this: Andy and Amanda. Um, what do y'all got to say about that? <laughs> what I say is what I say. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. As a woman, mm-hmm. I'm outraged. <laughs> I don't find mm. it, but I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why I outrage you. Oh, I still don't like to stand, and I can't stand no more. Yeah. Well, Andy, to start with, and then you see the Trump clip. So yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, right. It seemed like, it seemed like Andy be timing it. To the jacket. Oh, no, right. 
I'll let you off, though, you know, because it's you. Asked him to put his life in yours. No, no. Hello, Jack. The, um, <laughs> I think we'll do... <laughs> um, let's play some more music here on the Coast to Coast show. Um, I reckon, what do you think, Amanda? Should we get to one tune? That sounds like a great idea. Um, let's do... Here's a tune. There's a, a woman, just, you know, uh, and I'm all for... Women, I prefer what, what Donald say. I like women much more like men. No offense, Cornell. Um, <laughs> no offense, I, I love you, bro. I love you, bro. But we, you know, gotta go line somewhere. You know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not so, saying it. You know, I'm just joking. Listen, I'm like, okay, what's going on? It's a great thing. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. Um, it was a bluegrass player, just an amazing, incredibly phenomenal, off the charts, out of this world uh, singer and guitar player by the name of Molly Tuttle. Uh, doing a live show, I've got a recording of her, a very unique recording of her, uh, where, where at a festival where Billy Strings, I don't know if many of you know the guitar player Billy Strings, another outstanding bluegrass player, actually master of the guitar, incredible. I got a capture recording here of them together doing a song called Sitting on Top of the World, which, by the way, I also do and have several recordings of it out there. But anyway, um, <laughs> put that aside. Um, I have a tune uh, called Sitting on Top of the World here by, uh, uh, performed by Molly Toto and Bowie Strings from the Coast to Coast show. It's a whole traditional song. We're going to hear how they just go to town and knock it off the charts, through the wall, over the fence. Let's take a listen to it here on the Coast to Coast show. It's Molly Toto and Bowie Strings doing Sitting on Top of the World. Well, I was in the spring on a sunny day. Well, my good girl left me, she went away. Now she's gone, I don't worry. Top of the I'm 
Dear Mainland, aloha. My brother and I know all about your to-do list, but have you also considered making a to-don't list? Like don't forget hang time with your ohana. Don't forget to step outside every now and then. And don't forget the big wave golden ale. So maybe you make a to-don't list today, yeah? Put it on your to-do list. Good one, brother. One life, right? Mahal, Longboard Island Lager and Big Wave Golden Ale from Kona Brewing. Dear Mainland, aloha. My brother and I know all about your to-do list, but have you also considered making a to-don't list? Like don't forget hang time with your ohana. I have a to-don't list. What my don't list is? What's that? Don't vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, Andy. Fair enough. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And I'm I'm sitting on top of the world and my desk chair all at the same time. That's a yeah. Well, we try to improve drinks here on the Coast to Coast show. Our new format incorporating news, conversation, headlines, current events with some music, and I think it's kind of a cool thing to do. I don't know anybody else is doing it. But I like it. Fun thing. I'm enjoying fun it. Thing. I've had some positive yeah. feedback actually. Um, Nobody's not doing it. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got some uh, feedback there in the UK. Uh, that's terrific to hear. Terrific to hear. Yeah, and, welcome, and, uh, and from other places in the world saying that they're enjoying the, the combination of music and uh, our discussions, and of course the humour. They enjoy that too. That's so, yeah. very very cool. Very very yeah. cool. Yeah. So thank you guys. Very very we cool. Really appreciate you. Um, yeah, we love we love it. Andy and Amanda. We're caught in a trap. Let's get down and get out of here. I can't walk out. Because I love you too much, baby. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Why can't you see what you're doing to me? Don't you just love teasing everybody with Elvis? I can't believe you played that song again. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I know Amanda's there, probably scratching her head, raising her eyebrows, going, "Are you Andy?" <laughs> you saw? I, I saw. I did see. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just, I just wish I could have seen when you were having those sexy moments after the body rate tune. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm grateful for that. <laughs> <laughs> just for anybody listening, guys, I do like the Elvis song. Don't get me wrong. But if anyone was listening to our conspiracy theory show last Friday, Andy played this about six times. Oh, so, my uh, God. <laughs> oh myself my and God. people now were just like, he's playing it again. Oh. <laughs> Don't even mention it. I was like, oh, my gosh. Is it the music or is it the drink? <laughs> oh, it's a disaster. None of us stopped singing it since. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about whatever you want to talk about. 
is our number. You can also email comments, questions, suggestions, your thoughts, opinions, agree with us or not. Uh, send that email to Andy and Amanda Show, Andy and Amanda Show at gmail.com. Andy and Amanda Show at gmail.com. And um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. And um, we were talking news, headlines. If you have a request that you want to be on the show, excuse me, Andy. Um, yeah, send it because we won't play it. We'll say we will definitely not play it. That's, that's how we know the songs not to play. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. But no, really, send your request. Well, somebody just got a request to stop doing TikTok. <laughs> got a request to, to, to start playing TikTok? Yes. TikTok, TikTok. Why would somebody request us to play TikTok? No, actually, they said that they don't want to hear it no more. <laughs> oh, they, they, they don't? TikTok, came from TikTok, corporate TikTok, office. TikTok, TikTok. from <laughs> <laughs> corporate, corporate office in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, they'd rather hear toilet flush or something or what? They'd rather have a toilet flush. <laughs> oh my gosh Anyway, uh, but I like this format And there's so much more we can talk about News and so forth And, and uh, Oh, also, uh, we got to bring up I'm in uh, Los Angeles That's our coast-to-coast headquarters studios In Los Angeles, California Where the Los, An- Los Angeles Dodgers For the first time in 32 years 32 years, 30-some years Won the World Series against Tampa Bay last night, and that is just absolutely great. Uh, congratulations, Dodgers. Congratulations. Go L.A. And that's also uh, just after the Los Angeles Lakers won the basketball championship So at the NBA. So we're on a roll here in L.A. We are on a roll. And also what's so great about L.A. is if you're a registered voter in California, like in L.A. County, you can vote anywhere in Los Angeles County, anywhere. It's not like you have to go to vote in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you were signed where you go vote at a particular polling place. That's where you went, and you had to go there. You couldn't go anywhere else. In L.A., you can go to any any polling place. And not only that, but you can pull up outside a polling place and vote in your car. They'll come out and greet you, and you can vote in your car. You can drop off your ballot. You can mail in ballots. California is just amazing. It's expensive to live here. Our taxes are very high. However, it is the seventh largest economy in the world. Yeah. And there's been so much talk, it never makes it to the propositions, but there's been so much discussion of people being so fed up with the rest of America, and if Donald Trump gets in, I'll understand it completely, completely. There's been so much talk about uh, removing California from the rest of the United States, succession, just, just performing our own country. It, it, without our economy, I don't think the rest of the United States could exist. But um, it's, it's very expensive to live here, but if you haven't been to California, folks, I highly recommend you come visit us here, and uh, and I'm you know we're, we're almost at the election, we're almost there, and um, I think the times are going to be changing. Do you guys agree? The tide is changing, and times are going to be changing. What do you think? I, I definitely think times are going to be changing. I definitely think. I don't know if it's going to be good or not, but we'll see on the next show. <laughs> We'll see you in the next show. And Mandy, we're going to have a closing song here uh, featuring James Brown. Holly Simon and Graham Nash. So don't go away, but Amanda, closing thoughts? Amanda. Hello? I guess she she said, 
Tudos. <laughs> I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Are I'm you here. there? Yeah, I was just saying. Closing thoughts. Yeah. Um, just stay safe, guys. You know, it's stay very safe. important that you, you be safe and do the right thing. This is the Coast to Coast Show. Andy Kimball, Amanda Love, Cornell Butler. Thank you so much for chiming in. Friday is a very special Halloween show. Uh, don't miss it. Don't miss it. And uh, again, this program will rerun again Thursday, tomorrow at 5 o'clock. In the meantime, we're going to close the show out today with a tune, a live performance of a tune um, written by Bob Dylan, performed here by James Taylor, performed live at the No Loops concert way back when, I think late 70s. James Taylor, Carly Simon, Graham Nash, the Tigers, they are changing because, in fact, folks, they are. Here you go. Have a good one, folks. We'll see you next time. from a long time ago. But like a good thing that keeps getting better with age. Okay.